Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Glenn will be back tomorrow. Uh, Democratic strategists speak out about the upcoming midterm elections. Might surprise you what they had to say. We'll get into that in one minute. Sometimes the people that we send out to defend uh, freedom, they don't come back. And sometimes when they do, they come back forever different from the person they were before. As patriotic Americans, it is not merely our privilege to enjoy freedom. It is our duty to uphold those who fight for it. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnels to Towers uh, pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. Such a great organization. And now through Operation Homebase, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. You can donate 11 bucks a month at T2T. Dot org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. T, two T, dot org. So, uh, Joe Biden's approval rating, not getting any better. In fact, uh, his approval rating, the combined real clear politics average, now shows him at 41%. That's incredibly low, uh, especially for this, at this point of his presidency, for the Average of all the polls that real clear poli- politics uh, features, forty-one uh, percent. You are way underwater. Fifty-three point eight percent. So almost fifty-four percent disapprove. And I guess the rest are. I don't know. They're a bunch of Jeffies. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> while Biden tries to pin all of his problems on Putin or the pandemic or Donald Trump. I don't think the American people are buying it. And uh, there are a bunch of Democrat strategists who spoke to the Hill because we're only seven months away from the November midterms now. 
And some of them are, well, all of them are really concerned that the Democrats are going to get a bloodbath. One of them said, um, we're going to be slaughtered in November. That's quite an admission from a Democratic strategist. No name attached to that one, I suppose. No, no, right. Though this is clearly what they believe. I mean, this is... This is what's going on behind the scenes. They know they're in real trouble. I keep saying you cannot overestimate the chances that the Republicans will blow this somehow. I know, that's true. <laughs> you can't. That's it's true. just I, it should be the easiest win in the <laughs> history should. of elections. It should. Will they screw this up? They might. It's very possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, you know, I could see We've them. We've seen it too many times. Yeah. I could really see a situation where they, they maybe win the House and then blow the Senate somehow. Certainly possible. And that would be a big one because of potential Supreme Court nominees and such. That would be a big one. It would still allow them to block a lot of the stuff in the House, but the Supreme Court nominees, would that would not prevent them. We'll see. We're going to go through the um, an election preview of sorts for the first time this week, I think, on Studios America, uh, because I you know, kind of set the stage as to where we are, what it looks like, mm-hmm. uh, and what is in the future. What, what, do you think the, what do you think the reasoning is for why they believe it's going to be an electoral bloodbath in 2022? Um, I think there's several factors. One is inflation. Mm. Two gas prices, uh, the botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, <laughs> <That's pretty bad. laughs> I mean, pretty much everything. As one of the strategists put it, who's he's the one who's unnamed. He said, it's bad. You have an energy crisis that's paralyzing. And inflation is in a 40-year high. And we're heading into a recession. The problem is simple. The American people have lost confidence in Joe Biden. Everyone needs to come to terms with the reality that we're going to get slaughtered in November. That's a fact. Biden's polling has gotten worse, not better. It's indicative of the fact that people have lost confidence in his leadership. There's nothing they're going to be able to do. That's a big statement. That is a big statement. I think part of it, too, is these are issues that one smack you in the face mm-hmm. and two you can't spin your way out of you can't spin your way out of inflation and he's been trying to do that yeah he's can't. been trying to blame it on everybody under the sun except him yeah you just can't do it though you, it doesn't work you can't say hey mm-hmm. those gas prices are somebody else's fault you know i i, I filled up my car today 70 dollars to fill up my car now i don't have a suv i have a yeah. sedan yeah Seventy dollars. My last two Phillips have been ninety three and ninety. Ninety three and ninety. And it's just a four door sedan. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. And you know, yeah. and and people in California now are like, oh man, what I would do to pay only ninety dollars to fill up my tank <laughs> right now? That'd be incredible. <laughs> you know, yeah. it is. And this is hitting everybody. It doesn't just hit conservatives. It hits everybody. <laughs> and it's hard to deny when number one, the prices were going up before Putin. Number two, you have a role in the Putin situation. I mean, like, you your yeah. actions taken beforehand did not help. The Afghanistan thing did not help. Uh, your statement that a minor incursion might not be a big deal did not help. Uh, you know, did you stop? You got all, you're, you're bragging about all your intelligence and you were right on them invading. What did you do with that information? Did it work? What you chose to do didn't do anything that was positive. And you couldn't keep that straight with the rest of your administration either because everybody else was calling it a, a deterrent. A der- yep. And then he's saying it was absolutely... Nobody thought it was a deterrent. <laughs> Just embarrassing. What? Everybody around you said it was. So people see these prices go up and they see 
the answer to this, which is, I don't know, go buy a $70,000 electric car or something. <laughs> now, I recently, as I mentioned, yeah. Pat, uh, I, have, I have, there's been some supply chain issues. I don't know if you noticed this. No. Huh? I ordered a, a huh. car uh, now seven months ago plus and still do not seven have Seven months. Seven months. Wow. And I'm a couple Jeez. weeks away from my eight month anniversary. Uh, and I actually just, I actually did get contacted by the dealership recently. And they said, hey, what if we order your car without a bunch of the features you wanted? How do you feel about that? Uh, and I was like, no. honestly, at this point, maybe put it in without some of the features and let's see what happens. And I, at least I'd have something to as an interim yeah. situation. Yeah. I, at this point, I don't know what to do. But I was looking around at a bunch of different things and uh, I was looking at one you know, and and I've talked about this before. Some of these electric cars are really cool. Like I'm not against electric cars. I mean, no, me neither. As we talked about, a lot of people, especially on the conservative side these days, seem to like Elon Musk quite a bit, which is mm -hmm. an interesting transition. What's happened to his? He was the darling of the left yep. for a zillion years, and now all of a sudden, the left hates him, and he's a darling of the right. Well, I don't know how this happens. So into climate change, he's trying to find us a whole nother planet. Yeah. No, a planet to escape climate so, change. He's building spaceships yeah, to escape yeah. climate change, but he's a right-wing figure all of a sudden. <laughs> right. Anyway, so he builds Teslas, <clears throat> which are really great cars, and they're really, really fast. And mm. some of these other cars are really fast as well. I was looking at one of them, and the, the first of all, if you want to have a rational relationship with this car, you have to put in uh, an industrial electrical outlet. You know, like the or like the one you have for your washer and dryer. You need another one of those to even have a chance to, to make this sensible. If you do that, you can charge it overnight. So eight to ten hours of charge. It's car too gets long. car gets two hundred miles. Yeah, about two hundred miles per charge for Doesn't a full charge for me. Okay, if you plug it in your normal outlet, it takes three days, three days to charge. There are three wow. fast chargers, three in the entire Dallas Fort Worth metroplex. Three. And how fast are they? They are fast if you're near one. But yeah. again, I don't live within a half an hour of any of these things. They're all at the fringes of mm. town. So if you were Jeez. driving to, let's say, Austin, you might stop on your way and, 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 and you can fill up, I think, about 20 to 30 minutes That's for a not full bad. charge, which is not bad. I mean, again, you know, you stop at a gas station. It's going to be five minutes, but you probably walk in. You maybe, you know, it's not terrible. You can live with 20 to 30 minutes as long as that's constantly improving. I mean, you don't want it to get any longer than that. Yeah, but... Two hours or 10 hours. Yeah. Completely unacceptable to me, at least. Yeah. I, and if you plug, let, let's just say you plug it in, if you plugged it in in your outlet at home and you, you when you got home at, you know, seven o'clock at night and you mm -hmm. took it out at seven o'clock in the morning when you leave for work and it could charge all the way up, you might say, I can deal with that for most of the time, right? Like that's not mm -hmm. bad. But not only are you paying $70,000 for an electric car, I think the average is 55000 There are some, I mean, like the Nissan Leaf is cheaper than that. Obviously, a lot of the Teslas are more, the Porsche Taycan's a lot more, but you can go and you can find mm. a car that is pretty, you know, that'll cost a lot of money with these things. But even if you get a Nissan Leaf, if you want it to be r rational to be able to charge it, you have to spend a couple thousand dollars putting in a, a faster charger in your garage. <laughs> so how just the Jeez. extra charger you put in your garage is going to mm. wipe out the increased gas prices mm. over an entire year, at least. Yeah. This is, yeah. it's irrational. It is. And what people see is, wait a minute, my gas prices have been going up. My electricity prices are going up. And the only thing I ever hear from these guys is not, let's, let's expand production. Let's not make it, you know, let's not get off of Russian oil and Iranian oil and Saudi Arabian oil. 
let's just all go green and spend three times as much on electricity and on the vehicle itself. Well, what? this is not, no one, this is a now problem. This is not a 2050 problem. It is a now problem. And people are getting killed right now on this, and you can't spin your way out of it. And I think all this also applies to things like the gender stuff, the CRT stuff, the, you know, the trying to talk about sex with your second graders at school. Mm-hmm. All this smacks people across the face. It's not a nuanced issue. Let me make you an argument as to why lowering the minimum wage would make sense economically. It's not that argument. Conservatives a lot of times get bogged down in that type of argument which is, I think, really important, but also difficult to win over voters easily. Mm-hmm. You know, the minimum wage is a very popular issue because the emotion behind it is, of course, people who are hardworking, everyday people trying to make their way, working as a, as a, 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 at a role that might not be paying it a lot. Of course, they should get more money. That would be great. And, and that's an easy emotional argument. The economic argument is much more complicated and winds up affecting the economy in a bunch of different ways, which is why the conservative position is correct. But with Leah Thomas, there's no need to argue those things. What mm-hmm. is a woman? I don't, Do I need to answer that? <laughs> if you don't freaking know what a woman is, why are we even talking to you? And that is yeah. not what just conservatives are saying right now. I think a lot of moderate voters, I think even some Democratic voters, are saying, wait a minute. I want. I don't want people to hate others. I don't want people to be discriminated against, but you don't know what a woman is. What Crazy. the hell is wrong with you? Ridiculous. I think that's a big thing right now. I think yep. moderate Democratic voters, people who are, you know, we talked about Larry Hogan earlier, the Larry Hogan Republicans who might not consider normally a, a guy who's really conservative are saying, wait a minute. I can't. We can't be that. We, we, we can't say that a guy standing there in a woman's bathing suit with his junk hanging out, is a good female swimmer. Can we be honest here? We all see this, right? And when do we start throwing women under the bus? When is it okay that you don't consider their feelings or their skill set or the fact that they've been working on this their entire lives to get to where they are in, in swimming or skiing or we've also got the bicycling thing that's been up lately. And we don't even care about any of that. I mean, Title IX, when it was passed in, what, 72? It changed college sports forever. There were a lot of men's sports that were eliminated so that you could accommodate women in colleges. And so things like soccer went out the window, uh, lacrosse and and hockey, and, and a bunch of sports that men played at these universities went right out the window. Um, and now we're throwing the women out the window so that you've got 0.7% of the population that can compete against them. I, it, it doesn't make any sense to a lot of people, to most people, I hope. I hope we're still at the point where common sense prevails uh, on this. And you know that there are biological differences between men and women. And if you got a biological man claiming to be a woman, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be competing against biological women. Uh, hopefully, we're smart enough still as a society to to understand that. More coming up. One minute. It's really a no-brainer on why you should get Car Shield. Just like me with my trucks at the ranch, I sleep better at night knowing I'm covered. 
against those uh, big ticket items, those big repairs like, I don't know, replacing a chip. CarShield makes it easy and affordable to protect your car from expensive repairs. They have protection plans from around 100 bucks a month. It covers more parts than ever before. And when you need a repair, you can choose the mechanic and CarShield's administrators handle all of it. You're not waiting around for a check. CarShield includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Get coverage today. And they'll lock in your price now, and it will never go up. CarShield.com slash back or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. Save 10% on your plan. Lock in your pricing. CarShield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Glenn will be back tomorrow. He's uh, recovering from a Hunter Biden uh, bender. He was, oh. uh, yeah, he was him and Hunter. Oh, okay, he traveled to China. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did a little stop over at Ukraine. Met some uh, former business associates. Mm-hmm. Did uh, some blow. Did yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of blow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's uh, they're bringing what, strippers. Oh, certainly some yeah, strippers. You gotta have I mean, that. You gotta have that uh, in a Hunter event. You gotta have it. And he won't tell you this when he comes back. <laughs> he won't describe that he'll say he was doing something with his family or oh, whatever. blah 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 sure but you know the truth now yeah and uh you can hold him to that uh by tweeting about it often yeah don't listen to his <laughs> nonsense about why he wasn't here today well i mean do, is it a coincidence that all of a sudden hunter biden's also an artist <laughs> glenn beck and hunter biden yeah the, the, the twin artists of the world all of a sudden they're both paint quote unquote painting all the time mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if you've noticed that it's a pretty corrupt <laughs> business pat where yeah, you uh, can yeah. just oh, yeah. demand hundreds of thousands of dollars for some painting from a guy who, you know, has no experience like Hunter Biden, no talent like Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of Glenn's paintings are pretty cool, I have to admit, but uh, that's probably the drugs. So anyway, uh, you can uh, you can catch Glenn on, on tomorrow's uh, program and he's back for a new show on Glenn TV where you can, uh, of course, subscribe blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Get access to Glenn TV, the radio show live every day. Stu Does America, Pat Gray Unleashed, the brand new Pat Gray Unleashed Overtime. Yeah. Available every day. A new uh, so, members only benefit. Very cool. Yeah. So go to blazetv.com slash Pat and then uh, enter the promo code more unleashed. And you get $15 off your subscription. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even, even heftier yeah. discount. Nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Nostradamus's predictions for this year and next? <laughs> no. I, Chilling. I, is he still around Chilling. to make predictions yearly? <laughs> he's not. Okay. But I think, you know, he's made so many that it takes people a while to get to oh, these. Oh, okay. And, and that's what's happened here. The Ukrainian conflict could, could be set to bring about a terrifying great war next year if predictions from... <laughs> Uh, Nostradamus already are to be believed. So wait, he predicted the Ukrainian war, or we're just no, saying we're just about no. Okay. He's predicting a great war next year oh. that maybe is brought on by this war, which he didn't foresee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Right? So it's powerful. Yeah, you know that from the get go. It's powerful. So uh, these have been released. These were released over four hundred fifty years ago, and he's been credited with predicting. The rise of Hitler, which is nonsense because he said it was going to be a guy named Hitler. 
I completely totally got that name. wrong. That's a different person. Totally different. Uh, everybody gives him credit for Hissler. That's not... Uh, that wasn't the guy. Right. Totally different guy. If, if it was Hissler, people would have been like, oh, don't vote that guy into office. Right. Right. You know? And then the they Germans saw Hitler like, oh, we're safe. It. Yeah. We're safe. I mean, exactly. Nostradamus said oh, it was okay. Oh, this is Hitler. Yeah. So... Totally different guy. <laughs> the shooting of JFK, he foresaw. 9-11, supposedly, he foresaw. Mm. In 2022... I, I, by the way, I'm going to go ahead on a limb and doubt that any of that is true. Oh, are you really? Yes. Yeah? What do you mean he foresaw 9-11? He foresaw it. Like, by how? And wrote it down in a quatrain. He said, hey, there's going to be planes. <laughs> if he foresaw the plane, I'd be impressed. Uh-huh. But he's going to say the planes are going to be hijacked by Muslims... Uh-huh. That are going to uh, crash into the World Trade Center. This might be fun sometimes, <laughs> is to see the actual quatrain <laughs> right, right. that supposedly predicted the 9 11 yes. attacks. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. But he also apparently predicted a host of terrifying eventualities, including an asteroid strike for this year, mm-hmm. inflation, tell me that's not accurate, and starvation, in addition to AI robots taking over the Earth. <laughs> So, all that we have to look forward to, I guess, this year. Um, His predictions for next year are even worse. A new great war has been touted for that, for next year. This could be seen to allude to a larger World War III conflict stemming from the troubles in Ukraine right now. It could could. be seen as that. Oh, okay. Not necessarily, but that's... That's what I love about all of his quatrains, all of his predictions. They could be seen to be accurate. Right. I've, I've tracked down the uh, the truth about the 9-11 prediction here oh. as you've been talking. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah? It's fun. We'll get. We'll, right. we'll take, uh, take you through that here in just a second. <laughs> the prediction of 9-11 from Nostradamus. Okay. The Glenn Beck Program. When looking back at the world of cyber safety in 2021, you look back and you see a big year for data breaches from the LinkedIn public information scrape of more than 700 million users, none of which mine because I refuse to get a LinkedIn account, uh, that had 200 million um, uh, uh, of its uh, records stolen by cyber criminals in the strip chat uh, webcam hack, which of course I do have a subscription there. Obviously, it's a great service. <laughs> the importance of identity theft protection has never been clearer. I've never heard of strip chat before. Have you? No. No. Well, I don't know. That's not what this commercial is about. It's about protecting yourself online, and it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet, and that's what LifeLock is here for. They can't catch everything, of course, but they can monitor things better than you do on your own. Uh, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. You can join now, save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. 1-800-LIFELOCK, head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off at LifeLock.com. And for the love of heaven, please check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every day uh, from 7 to 9 Eastern or anywhere you get your podcast anytime during the day.
Pat Gray, Stupid Gear for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. We were just talking about Nostradamus predictions because they're always so accurate. I mean, he made thousands of predictions. And you almost have to kind of read things into what he might have been saying in order to make any of them uh, supposedly true and <laughs> right. accurate. Yes. Um, like the the rise of Hitler, the shooting of JFK, and the 9-11 attacks. And Stu, you seem skeptical on the <laughs> 9-11 attacks. I did. And I have no um, reason to back that up. No, no, no reason to 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 be skeptical other than my just general skepticism. When people tell uh-huh. me they made predictions long ago about something in the future, well, four hundred and fifty years ago, before pretty before impressive flight. That's a pretty impressive. impressive. Yeah. So here is the, the so quatrain. Did he specifically say planes will fly into the World Trade Center? Here's what inspired this: two okay. steel birds, two ooh, will fall from the sky. Okay. On the metropolis. The sky will burn at 45 degrees latitude. Is Fire that approaches, have anything to do with New York City? It's close to New Is York. Is it? Okay. It's at about 40 degrees latitude. Well, he's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get it right. Fire approaches <laughs> the great new city. New city. <clears throat> ah. Immediately, a huge <clears throat> scattered flame leaps up. Within months... Rivers will flow with blood. The undead will roam the earth for little time. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that last part. It seems yeah. like a zombie movie started uh, at the end. But the was that stuff... a prediction of uh, of uh, the Walking Dead? Yes, it Is was. That what that was. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we got everything right there. Now that is the one that that people point to and say okay that sounds like 911 quite mm-hmm. a bit and does i mean Metro- it does. new york city the metropolis easy yeah. new and city steel birds steel birds well, he wouldn't know what to call them uh right um why again why he wouldn't i don't understand if he's this good at predicting things why wouldn't he be able to predict the world with the word air, airplane i don't understand why this happened <laughs> yeah he got close but, to hitler right but you can't figure <laughs> out airplane mm-hmm. okay now the problem with this is <laughs> It's not an actual writing of Nostradamus. Ah. Mm. Okay, that is a problem. It is a hybrid of real Nostradamus verse and fiction. Whoever rewrote the uh, the fiction was partic- uh, particularly sloppy. Not only is it written in... It isn't written in quatrain form, <laughs> which is a problem. Like, yeah. that's how he wrote. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the phrase, two steel birds, is an obvious giveaway as steel, suitable for airplanes, oh, wasn't invented right. until 1854, right. <laughs> 200 years okay. after Nostradamus died. Uh. <laughs> uh, now, there is, um, there is, uh, so there's another one that came up that was, in the city of God, there will be a great thunder, two brothers torn apart by chaos while the fortress endures. The great leader will succumb. The third mm. big war will begin when a city, a big city is burning. Nostradamus, 1654. Well, he died in 1566. So that's another get, dead giveaway. That's not a real one. <laughs> <laughs> there is a real one. Him it, dying is a dead giveaway. It is. <laughs> it literally is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there is one that he wrote uh, that says, Earth-shaking flames from the world's center roar and make the earth around a new city quiver. Now, can you translate that, real one? that one? Kind of. That just sort of. means that something happened in New York, though. And it doesn't even mean New York. In fact, the experts say that he was likely referring to some German city. Um, 
but uh, it certainly wasn't like referring to New York. Well, he wouldn't have known about even (laughs) this hemisphere, really. (laughs) This is so silly. It is. It's weird how people lock onto this stuff. And you notice this, I think, a lot in politics where people get this sort of religious. uh, And we see with the gender stuff, I think, right now. Mm -hmm. People are religiously dedicated to the explanation that men can turn into women. And if you look at it really is a fundamentalist religion at this point where if someone disagrees, you you shun them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, You must agree with every part of it. If you diverge at all, if you're J.K. Rowling, uh, Rowling, by the way. Uh, and you turn into a person who just is like, yeah. hey, you know, I think actually women are women. Or like, hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm totally with you on everything else, but like, this is a little crazy. You are, you are an apostate. And it's amazing that she has been torn apart the way she has mm-hmm. because she didn't really say anything except <laughs> you know what a woman is. Okay, we we all know what a biological woman is. Can we be real about that? It was that kind of thing. Uh, so. And she continues to do it, which just shows you how many books she sold. Yeah. Because she, she has got care. the ultimate F you money. Her and Elon Musk are just like, eh. eh. You know what? I don't care what you say. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. They don't care. They roll right through it. Yeah. And you love that. You love that I attitude. Love that. You just They just do not care what people say about them. As much as she hacked me off because of what she said about Harry Potter after the fact. I, I just thought that was... You're what did she say about Harry Potter? That Dumbledore was gay and oh, okay. all of that kind of stuff she's not a conservative right like this is she's a feminist a liberal feminist yeah she absolutely is and but her stance lately has really made me like her again because it's it's courageous and you can be courageous if you've sold 500 million books (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty great yeah pretty great yeah let me like can i can i bring up something i've been thinking about a little bit Mm -hmm. pat uh on the on the way conservatives react to people People in news stories. I've, I've, I don't know what this is, but there's something that conservatives do. And I don't know if the left does this. I don't think they do, but I think conservatives do it often, which is if we can find someone who disagrees with us on 97% of stuff, but agrees with us on 3% of stuff, we embrace them wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. They are the greatest person of all time. (laughs) Yep. Right. Yes. Every time. And J.K. Rowling is is is, yes. is it Rowling or Rowling? I can't. I think it's Rowling. Rowling. J.K. Rowling is a great example of this. Uh, and so is Bill Maher. Bill Maher is one, and and at least Maher is occasionally you know bounces off and has been doing this for a long time. Uh, yeah. Let me give you my my prime time example of this. Two of them. Number one, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving is a guy who was like the head of the NBA's Black Lives Matter movement. Two months ago and then decided he didn't want to get the vaccine and now he's the biggest white hero hero in the world yeah another one which is an older one but when he made that announcement it was powerful it was powerful and there's no reason to not you can agree with Kyrie irving uh on his announcement there and and i fully agree with him yeah there shouldn't be vaccine mandates we've said this a thousand times right but like to embrace this guy like he's a conservative icon is insanity it is the other one is kanye west kanye west was nothing but an insane person until he put a red hat on for two days (laughs) and then all of a sudden (laughs) he's the most conservative guy of all time have you just dead named (laughs) kanye west (laughs) Oh, yeah. What is he now? Yay. Oh, yay or yay? Yay or yee. I thought it was yee. One of the two, but 
I don't I, know. I've said Ye because that's kind of how you say Kanye, right? Yeah, that's you a, don't say Kanye. No, so I do. I do Ye. I, I again, like it's no, there's nothing wrong with like if someone disagrees with you and they come to your side on an issue, it's great to say, hey, we have some common ground here. Nothing wrong with that. But we also do the opposite, which is take yeah. someone and I'll give you an example. This is going to piss some people off, but I'm going to give the example anyway. Uh oh, Christy Nome. Mm-hmm. Christy Nome was the absolute That's... hero yes. of every conservative as of 18 months ago. And she should have been. She, she was leading the nation being with far fewer restrictions than Ron DeSantis had in his state. Right. Right. She I don't came think out, she ever imposed sanctions. None. Which was different than Florida. Right. She did. She was like, all right, you know, it's freedom. This sucks, but we're just going to go with it. All right. And yeah. she's here. She is. She's the governor of the state. Now, months and months later. On this gender issue, there's a bill that goes through. It passes through the North Dakota legislature or South Dakota legislature. And she comes out and she says, look, I don't think I agree with you on the concept here. I don't like this approach. I'm going to veto it. It was not a really egregious thing. It wasn't even a disagreement on the issue. It was a disagreement on the approach of one issue. Right. And uh, and look, look, let's just say, you know, she had an argument there. You know, we talked to her about it at the time. She made her case. You might say she's she's wrong on this, right? She might mm-hmm. say she's wrong. She's blew it on this issue. Let's just say she did completely. Even if she did <laughs> completely, mm-hmm. is it sane to embrace Kyrie Irving and Kanye West and J.K. Rowling and every other liberal who decides all of a sudden they're going to be conservative on one tweet? Elon Musk, for example, who is conservative probably on more than one thing at this point, but yeah. who is a left-wing icon as of two years ago and is now the most popular conservative in the world supposedly and then we take someone like christy gnome who is a smart governor who's uh, a, a a female who is uh, is she a female do you know that for a fact know. That's what a good is point. a female i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't know she is uh you know she's good on camera she's good on television she knows what she's talking about and we're just going to throw her into the fires of conservative uh, purgatory forever, right? Because yeah. of on one issue, she went slightly askew of the movement. I I, I don't right. understand why both of those things happen. I'd understand one of them. Mm-hmm. I'd understand. Okay, we embrace everyone who agrees with us on one thing. <laughs> I'd understand. We we throw everyone into the fire if they disagree with us on one thing. I don't understand both of those positions at the same time. It does not make sense. Yeah. Yep. Why do we do that? I don't know. And like I, you know, I don't know. I, like you know, uh, uh, Pat Toomey is a senator from Pennsylvania, who I think is pretty darn good on most issues. I disagree with him on gun control. He had he's had some I think bad stances on that from time to time. But generally speaking, he's done a good job, and that's how I look at him. Mm-hmm. He's generally speaking been a good senator. I have some issues with his. I don't throw him into the fires of hell because he disagreed <laughs> with me on one thing. Why would we do that? Yet we do it all, all the time. The time. All the time. And that's not, that's different than like Mitt Romney, who can sit, he's got a 55% rating uh, from conservative review. This is not a guy who occasionally disagrees with the right. He does it all the time. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Susan Collins has got like a 20% rating from conservative review. All wow, time. 20%. Something like 20%. This is basically a Democrat who is sort of pseudo-Republican, occasionally votes the right way, but very rarely. Those people are, are up for criticism. And it's frustrating, especially when they come from conservative states, where like you start losing out on these big issues. But I, like 
just tossing these people away because we disagree on one thing i don't understand why it makes sense mm-hmm. and it show it like it, we wind up weakening ourselves this doesn't help us you know i mean i i think it's great to go and say hey here's somebody on the left who just who agrees with us on this one thing let's look at this one thing we can praise them for this one thing but we don't do that we embrace them as if they're they cannot be questioned anymore <laughs> Like the we, it, it's, it's like it speaks of that like high school nerd sort of uh, of desperation to reach out to any, oh that girl will talk to me what a miracle mm-hmm. you know I I love them from now until the end of time because she actually looked my direction <laughs> and that's how we act with liberals and with conservatives it's like oh my gosh they they showed up five minutes late to a meeting screw them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a weird combination of views. More Glenn Beck uh, with Pat and Stu coming up. All right, let me talk to you about American financing. Uh, as everyday life becomes more expensive, it can be difficult to live on a fixed income, especially if you've retired. It's important to do what you can to protect your finances. If you are 62 or older, it's worth considering a reverse mortgage with American financing. You can access some of your home equity as cash to supplement your income. You can also stop making monthly mortgage payments, which is always a big relief. Keep in mind, you have to live in your home um, as as your primary residence, and you have to keep up with insurance and taxes to qualify. These are all things that the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing can go over with you to help you make the best decision for you. American Financing is America's home for home loans. For over 20 years, they've been helping people just like you save a ton of cash there's never any obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. These people work for you, not the bank, so why not give them a call today? They're great to deal with. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Stu for Glenn today. He's back tomorrow. I uh, just found this story about Drake who went to a uh, Lakers Raptors basketball game and was wearing a $1.89 million Homer necklace uh, at courtside. Really? Yeah, almost a $2 million necklace. Hmm. Who does that? I don't know. Uh, somebody with a lot of money. Yeah. Did I tell you I, uh, I saw Drake in concert once? Oh, no. This is, really? This is one of the stranger... Are you a Drake fan? I am not. I'm not a Drake fan. I, uh, I, have, a f- I have a friend who seems to know everybody, always, has, always knows the guy at the door of these places and mm-hmm. is able to get us in everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he got us into a... I was in Vegas. It was a dis- like right before New Year's. And he got us into a Drake concert, <laughs> bizarrely. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't okay. know. What, what are we doing? Or like, let's go. And there were a couple of friends. So we go into this Drake concert and it's, you know, it's like 11 o'clock at night. It's like starting, like open, you know, doors open at nine. He's coming on at 11. Mm-hmm. So we get there at 11 o'clock and like, ah, we'll see a couple minutes of this and leave. So yeah, he's not there at 11. <laughs> he's not there at 12 either. 
Um, he's not there at one. Now at one a.m., wow. uh, we're like, "What is happening? Like, what is this guy actually coming to the show? Like, is it? What is this? Did they just put did his name on the poster or anything? No, 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 no. Did they, they, they just put his name on a poster, and then he, he's just never going to show. And everyone paid for these tickets, and he's never going to show. <laughs> so at about one fifteen, my friend goes on Twitter and sees a picture of Drake doing a concert in Los Angeles. I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> He's supposed to be in Las Vegas two hours ago. He's doing oh. a show in Los Angeles. And so it gets later and later. I've got a flight in the morning. I'm like, I got to get out. I'm like dying. I'm like, but I have to see, is this guy actually going to show up? The guy walks on stage at 3.30 in the morning. 3.30 in the morning, he shows up. <laughs> that is incredible. And then done. So that's what, Four and a half hours late. Four, he was supposed yeah, to be there. Five at 11. and a half hours five late. He was supposed half. to start at eleven. Oh five and a half hours God. late. He shows up and he starts his first song. Of course, I've never heard it because I don't know any of his songs. <laughs> and so once we confirmed he showed up, I was so concerned about Drake's well-being. Then of course we left immediately. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, you know I guess when you can do that. And yeah. you can get paid yeah, yeah. for two separate concerts at the same time. Then you can Maybe. wear two million dollar necklaces. That's to how you do a it. Basketball. Apparently, game. that's how yeah. you roll. Yeah.